We were arrogant, every single one of us. How could we not be? A hell of a ride this past year has been, high up on that mountain. And to think, it started with all things but a storybook ending. Tua stepping back, loads up, looks long, throws, end zone, touchdown! The Crimson Tide returned to our rightful place in the college football order with Coach Saban as our king and our newly anointed sweet Hawaiian prince by his side. We only had to wait eight more months before the cycle started again and the reason to live started anew. Spring, summer, and fall finally came. Class reconvened in Tuscaloosa and the late August humidity soon blossomed tailgate tents on the quad. Ah, it was college football season again in Alabama. September came and went, when, when, when. In October, we observe Tennessee Hate Week. Win, win, and win. November comes. Get ready for them Cajuns, and make sure you have your cell phone light ready for the Iron Bowl. The SEC Championship was a breeze, and the Sooners were soon gone too. 14-0. Next up was Clemson. There was a lot of talk from all the analysts on ESPN about the game, and I never really liked the guy, but even Tebow was on our side. Tim, always good to talk to you. Appreciate your analysis and insight. I need one more word from you. Who wins tonight? I'm going with Alabama. I think with two of this offense, their weapons, it's, it's an embarrassment of riches, and I think they get it. The nose tilts a few degrees up. A third throw in three plays. It's intercepted. And the Tigers are going the other way. Ooh. A.J. Terrell with a pick six. ETN. Something was clearly not right. The gods were angry. No stars were falling on Alabama tonight, only disappointed looks from Father Brian above. Forgive us, for we have sinned. I realized about halfway through the second quarter what was the problem. I needed to repent and drink in the communion with my fellow Tide. So I said a few hail savings and headed towards sacred ground. All right, here I am downtown at the Strip. Uh, the tide is down uh, 31-16. Uh, mood is tense. People are uh, chugging their beers a little faster than they were earlier. First stop was Houndstooth, a Miller Lite and the requisite shot of Fireball Cinnamon Whiskey. Houndstooth is your generic sort of sports bar, and what space on the wall is not covered up by a signed jersey is occupied by a TV. Still light on my toes, I headed across the street to post up on the sidewalk by Egan's, the dirty punk bar, and try and talk to a few students. Get the scoop on how they feel about the game. So what's your name? Uh, where are you from? Sean Braden Dickey, Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Where have you guys been tonight? What have you been doing? Sideline, dude. Watching Alabama lose, sadly. You know. We're going to come back, though. We're going to come back. So you guys are heading out and then coming We're back? We're going up. right back to sideline, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. cool, cool. Came out for halftime. Well, so you're a local. Where, where are you from? I'm from California. I go to school here. Okay, wow. What, what year? What do you study? What do you do? I'm a sophomore. I'm a consumer major. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. And what is your name? Sorry. Sam. How is tonight different than like a normal game day? 
Like, well, for uh, starters, we're not in the lead. Uh, last time I checked, which is very different. The way tonight is different is basically all of T-Town is out and about, and till 2 in the morning, it's going to be backed up. Nobody's going to be able to get home, no, nothing. A few minutes later, I met another one of Alabama's out-of-state students that make up over half the student body now. This is Matthew Barrett. He seemed a little more optimistic. A little nervous right now, but I think I think we'll I think we got it. <laughs> so yeah, where where are you from? I'm from Michigan, Detroit. Okay, cool, cool. And why did you come to Alabama? Trying to win championships. All like the Charleston Southern game a couple years ago, or whatever. All those tiny games, I still go. That's what I know. Maybe that'll pay off tonight, we'll see. Maybe the spirit of the, the bad games will pay off. The second half was about to start, and all the students and fans on the strip were making their way back into the bars, and I followed suit. Back into Houndstooth. More communion, and time to watch the tide come back and kick some ass. Hillshaven, 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 Hillshaven. Lawrence, with the rush coming! Finds T. Higgins. Touchdown. And backpedaling Lawrence flips it open. Wide open. Justin Ross off and running. The Alabama native wins the foot race. And Clemson strengthens its grip on this championship game. The Tigers reclaim their crown by crushing Alabama. So with that, Coach, when you're ready, an opening comment. Well, obviously, we're all very, very disappointed, but I'd like to say that I'm very, very proud of what our team was able to accomplish this year, uh, to win 14 games, um, win the SEC, you know, win the Orange Bowl, have an opportunity to play for the national championship. A hush took over the strip in campus. The tailgate tents had long since dried up from the Iron Bowl, and all that was left to clean up was the Bud Light bottles. Sorority girls whimpered, and mascara bled onto crop tops and cute rompers. Going to the national championships is a big deal, and can be a once-in-a-generation occurrence for some schools that they'll talk about for years. For the seniors here at Alabama, the team has gone to the national championship all four years. It's just a part of life here. I had been there for three, and I'll remember them all so vividly. Last year was a massive party on University Boulevard after Tua's masterpiece to win the game. I was in the Million Dollar Band in Tampa at the game in 2017, and I'll never forget how long it took to get back to the buses. The sorrow was like sand and laborious to walk through, but the night was calm and reflective. I stood outside the CVS, stunned and somber. This was ground zero for the massive party last year after the game. Tonight was much different. I met Eric Gurgel, and he laid it all out for me, gave me the rundown of the game. Hi, all these cops are here thinking that there was going to be a huge mosh pit and a rager. Like, they're not. Go they're about to go home now. It's, <laughs> it's looking pretty quiet here, you know what I mean? What's the mood right now? So, like, that's mood. But anyway, so, like, as a first-year freshman, we just destroy every team, right? And then just, and then just to see... 
in the national championship, they did to us what we did to every other team. Like, I just think they dominated all aspects of the game, passing, defense, like every, everything they could do right, they did right. And everything we could do wrong, I think we did wrong. I don't, I don't think we came out wanting to win this game as much as they did. How, how big was, like, the football team a draw to you to want to come to school? That was, that was, I mean, that was definitely one of the bigger parts. Like, when I come visit here, that's, like, the, mo like the biggest culture you get when you visit Alabama is the football team, obviously, you know, like, all that history. And, yeah, that's, that's definitely a big, big part of me coming here. Pretty big bummer that they lost tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I, I yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know. This would be my last national championship as a student. And I couldn't help but think about all the other students that in May would graduate and move back to California or Illinois, New Jersey, or Texas and head out into the real world with a job to make money and live in a house that's not a fraternity house. This is Sean Dickerson again, the Tuscaloosa native, and he's noticed how out-of-state students have changed things. About eight years ago, this was a small town. You know, we were all right at football, but now that we're the powerhouse that we are, it just brings everybody from across the states, and you never know who someone's from, like where they're from, you know? I had no clue she was from California. You know, no fucking clue. The amount of people, like half our student body is from Chicago, Illinois. If you go into the bar, you'll say, hey, where are you from? Chicago. You know, everybody's from Chicago. Although I didn't run into a student from Chicago, I found the next best thing. This is Daniel Glimzer, all the way down from Philly. So why did you come to school here at Alabama? Well, you know, I, uh, a couple of my buddies, you know, a couple of my cousins, they came down here and I took a visit and I absolutely loved it. You know, it was, uh, there was nothing like it, you know. There's all these Philly schools and it's just, uh, there's something about this place, you know, the fans, the, the people down here and the hospitality, it's, it's unmatched. And, uh, you know, so I came down here and it was just, uh, you know, there was no other option. After I visited here, there's no other option. Far and away from the Strip and the Quad, where the only places you can visit are the blurry memories of game day and the little bits of Alabama you brought back. With all the sadness that comes with defeat, this is what I genuinely love to see. I once actively tried to avoid going to school at the University of Alabama. I wanted to distance myself from the obnoxious stereotype of an Alabama fan and escape the legacy and tradition of my family going to school here. But now, I love it here. I love that part of myself and my family. I love being from where I'm from, and it brings me great joy to see kids from all over parts of the country, all parts of the world, really, come to Alabama and take back that love. What are you, what are you gonna do between now and, uh, like, September 1st, the first game? Oh, dude, bro, same old, same old. Even if it's the love of a game, or just a great part. Let's have fun. So, what I think is, Eli Manning's the greatest QB of all time, let's go! Thank you for listening. I'm Alexander Ritchie, and this has been All Scout. This is sort of an evolving mixture of uh, ideas and inspirations that come into my head, and I turn into radio stories. So this was the first one of the new era of All Scout. Uh, thank you to the band Coco Roco for their song Uman, which was featured in the beginning. Also, uh, I had some original tunes myself. Uh, there's me on the drums, and then this song you're currently listening to is Atomatone. Also featured is the 2018-2019 Million Dollar Band. They were wonderful. And um, the Wizards That Control Denny Chimes. That was a tune by Eric Satie that is really pretty and really sad. 
Once again, thank you for listening to All Scout.